Hey guys, welcome to TikToking. It's me, Kevin Hughes. I have Brad and Jade on today, and what a phenomenal, outstanding, beautiful conversation we get into. It was a lot of fun talking to a couple that are also in the swinging lifestyle. You know, I have talked to several on this podcast, and, you know, I really find the whole concept very interesting and I like hearing couples perspectives of why they decided to go that route and live that lifestyle. And Brad and Jade are definitely two people that have such a passion for it. And they explain everything and the reasoning behind why. And it was really cool to talk to them. You guys are going to love this. I know it. So without further ado, Here's Brad and Jade right here on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking, where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking, find out what they have to say. TikToking, TikToking, fascinating interview. TikToking, TikToking, TikToking with Kevin Hughes. How are you guys? We're good. Doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm super bummed because we were supposed to. We had this whole plan. You know, we live in the same state. You're a lot further south than I am, mm-hmm. and you guys were actually going to be staying in Denver. And I was like, oh, perfect. You know, we'll make this happen. But uh. In person anyway, but it didn't happen. But um, I'm just glad that we got you on the show. Absolutely. For sure, definitely. So, okay. So I have a lot of friends and I've done a few of these interviews where they're they're in the, the the couple are in the lifestyle of swinging, which Mm -hmm. you guys are. And you guys are different in some ways and I'll get to that. But I guess my biggest interest in like question with it all is... What is that initial conversation like? I mean, did you guys swing or were you in this lifestyle before you became a couple? So he had dabbled in the lifestyle before we ever met. So years and years ago, you know, just ex-girlfriends and whatnot. Um, But I was not in the lifestyle at all. I was super vanilla, knew of the lifestyle, but never thought it was for me. It wasn't my cup of tea. And after, what, eight years of marriage? Yeah, about that. About eight years of marriage, he just, um, our story is not super exciting, honestly. He just brought it up to me one one day and just said he was interested in experiencing the lifestyle with me. And I was just super intrigued and curious. And it's been a great, um, a great ride since then. So when he brings it up to you, Jade, what is your initial thought? Did you think is he not happy with me? Am I not satisfying him? Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm trying to put it in uh in a way where I guess if someone has never been in that, that uh, lifestyle and it's been brought up to them after eight years, you know, I guess maybe I think things like that might go through someone's head. Like, am I not satisfying my partner anymore? Like what's going on? Did you kind of have that? You know, so the way that he brought it up to me, so I think it's, it's, it's always about how you say things, not necessarily what you say, but how you say it. And I think that goes with like a lot of different spectrums of the way conversations happen. And the way he brought it up to me was, and this could be also, it was more brought up to me as a hot wife situation versus as a swinging, which in a hot wife situation, the female partner does all the playing. They're the ones that are active, um, you know, with people versus, um, in swinging, you know, it's both parties that are usually more active. So it wasn't him being active and playing with other women. It would start off with me just being active with other men. So I didn't initially get that. Like, am I not satisfying him? Plus I knew that we had a very, a great sex life, very strong sex life, very strong, foundation, great open communication. So for us, I knew it wasn't that sort of a thought that came into my head was, do I not satisfy him? But I could see how a lot of couples might 
have that initial reaction of, I don't satisfy my partner and this is why they want this. It's just all about how you bring it up. It's to enhance the relationship. It's not to take away from it or to add something and the other partner's not giving you. It's to enhance your connection. So it's just about how you, how you say it. Well okay. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> and then when you, I guess the first time, so you said you started out and it was just you with, a, with another male, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. And so, Brad, you would you would watch, or would you partake? Uh, the first the first first time I just watched uh, that was with a friend of hers because that was kind of like our jumping off point. I mean, we had had like other little like interactions prior to that, but that was like the first kind of jumping off point. Um, and he was somebody that wasn't comfortable with you know any other any other kind of interaction, which is totally cool. We're totally fine with that. Yeah. Uh, the second, third, fourth, and several other times after that was we 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 both partook. Jade, that very first time you're with someone else and your husband's watching, like how nerve wracking is that? Like, am I doing the right thing? Should I be doing this? Like, what you know? Like, this is it, I'm sure it's a different feeling, you know? It it definitely is. So. I mean, I was definitely nervous. It was a little excited, nervous, and sure the thoughts in my head actually were more like, can I do this? I know he wants this. Can I fulfill this? Can I, can I actually go through this act and sleep with somebody else while he's watching? Could I actually do it? Um, I think the thing that helped us the most is we actually got into the lifestyle right before COVID. So we had had conversations with people, had gone to the club a couple of times, and then everything got shut down. So we had a whole year and a half to really discuss it, to really communicate about it, what he wanted, what I wanted, what I was comfortable with, what he was comfortable with. So when it came time to actually have that playtime with somebody, I think I was just ready to go. But I did think... I don't, can I actually, can I, can I do this? Am I going to, am I going to do it? Well, am I, is it going to be bad because I'm not with my husband and I haven't been with somebody else and oh, you did it well. <laughs> years. <laughs> and once we got into it, it was, it was easier than I expected. And, um, the nerves just kind of went away. Okay. And it was really hot. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because I never, ever once thought about, I guess, being in that lifestyle initially, like I, I think that it was, I was raised, you know, I was raised Catholic. I, I don't know. I know like, I don't talk a lot of religion on here, but I no longer follow that religion. But I, I guess it was always like, when you get married, that's the only person you're supposed to be with. Like, that's just kind of how you're brought up. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I never really thought about it. And then as I started meeting these people that are in the lifestyle and enjoy it so much, you know, I kind of, so I guess a little backstory on myself, I, um, my, my first wife, she, she cheated on me and uh -huh. that's, that's what uh, ended up, uh, uh, leading to our divorce. And I guess like it was that feeling for me, like she's doing this behind my back. Like, why would she do this? But as I've gotten older, so I'm 38 years old. I'm pretty sure I, if I heard correctly on your live, we're right around the same age. I think, yeah. Jade, you're 40 and uh, Brad, 41, 42? Yeah, 41. Yep. Okay. And so as I've gotten older, I've kind of just sat back and, you, and I was like, you know, I think if it's an open communication and you both are aware of something and you both are doing it together – I don't necessarily see that as as a negative thing anymore, and I don't think that it it takes away from the the sacred part of marriage, you know, because mm -hmm. there are things that you know your relationship, your whole marriage isn't just based on sex, right? Right. Like you will have those emotional points that you don't share with anybody else, whether that be the feeling, whether that be certain rules that you apply in that lifestyle that you don't share with somebody else that you only share with you, with your partner. And, you know, when it comes to the, the sexual part of it, or just the, I guess, um, physical side of everything, it's more of just like a, a fun thing. And it's what you're into really, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I, I've really grown to respect that. You know, I, I think that it's, it's coming to a point, in our lives and in this generation where it's being more and more accepted. Mm -hmm. And I truly feel it, it's, it's a better option because I watch so many people 
get jealous because, you know, oh, this guy thinks my wife's hot or it's like, but you're, that's your partner, you know, it's, so I guess like, is that kind of how you guys were brought up and then how were you introduced? I know Jade, you were introduced by Brad, but Brad, how were you introduced into the lifestyle and, and what made you start to, I guess, see it as a more fun activity that you could do with your partner more than, you know, thinking you're going against the, the part of marriage that you were, were, if you were brought up that way. Right. I don't know that I was specifically, like I grew up in kind of a, so yeah, I grew, uh, in the house I grew up in, my mom was a lesbian. So I, I didn't have like, you know, like typical, like fundamental, like parentage in that regard. I, I always had, and I, you know, I always had my mom, but there was always kind of like a, my mom dated a lot. So I didn't see a lot of like normalcy in that regard, which wasn't weird. It, like didn't, I don't feel like I'm a product of that necessarily. It just gives you a different kind of perspective. Um, and then as I got older, you know, got into high school, like I felt like I was pretty popular. I always had like kind of a way with the ladies. I, I, I know how to, I know how to talk to people. It seems like, um, so I, I, I leveraged my abilities. Um, you know, I'm always very, uh, sex positive type person. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, I, you know, became more exploratory, started, you know, trying to figure out what I liked. I dated a girl that was really big into having threesomes. So I had, you know, several with like other women. And then we had a couple with uh, uh, a couple other guys or a couple of them with other guys. I mean, and uh, that kind of led me down the path of like, Oh, I might, I might actually be bisexual. This is kind of fun. And I've always kind of explored that and always kind of embraced that. And uh, yeah, it, it, was sort of a natural progression or would have been a natural progression um, as as when I met her, but uh, to not kind of scare her away, (laughs) I kind of just was like, well, I don't need that. I like this girl. I think I'll, I think I'll, I think I'll be, be less, uh, uh, I'll be less. I'll be less. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And first off, I guess good for you. I mean, that's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, I think, uh, kind of grow up and always fantasize about having the threesomes or or fantasize about sharing partners. And, you know, a lot of people just one, one part of the party might be okay with it, but the other side is probably like, no, no, that's not how I work or, or something like that. So, so one good for you. That's amazing. And two, I guess when, uh, when you guys first got together, did you guys ever partake in, in threesomes or anything like that together? No, we actually, what's well, a, it's a, and this is probably why he maybe didn't bring this up to me sooner. Um, we used to go out all the time with, you know, groups of friends and I had, um, one friend that was bisexual, but she was in a relationship with a, with a gentleman and she had kind of in passing with me was, was told me like, I want to have a threesome with you and my boyfriend. And I was like, no, no, I'm not into that. That's not a thing for me. And he heard it, and so it kind of made him go, okay, this is something that I'm not really going to talk to her about. This is something she's not into. And it was never brought up for the longest time. And then just as our relationship got stronger and just grew, he became more and more comfortable just to bring it up to me. So I think I I would be really nervous to bring up that conversation, that initial conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that would be extremely difficult to do. And, and now Jade, that you have been doing this for a couple of years now, I guess what, a little over three years now. Is four. That, yeah, it's four. Four years. Yeah. Okay. So now that you've been doing this four years, could you ever see yourself going back to, uh, is it vanilla? That That's how you say it. Right? Yeah. It's, we call it a vanilla people that are, yeah. you know, monogamous. And, yeah. Yeah. Could you ever see yourself going back to that I guess, uh, vanilla lifestyle. Um, you know, I mean, I, I feel like I could, if I, Mm -hmm. if we wanted to, if this Mm -hmm. was something that we discussed and did, I mean, you know, we were, we were monogamous for eight years. This is who I married. This is who I love. We have a great life together. There was nothing, you know, wrong with our relationship before. So I feel like I could, if I needed to, but I don't know if I'd want to. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it, it's, I, I look at it as we, we did, we, we did the monogamous thing. It was great. We have no issues with it. Like, you know, anybody, anybody that is, it's, you know, like that, that can be your thing. 
we have so much fun doing what we're doing that it's not what we are. It's what we do Mm -hmm. if that, but it is what we are at the same time because we like, we identify as that, but it's not like the, it's not what we, it's not what our world orbits around. We orbit around each other Mm -hmm. and this is something that we just kind of added in. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's steak sauce, you know, (laughs) on on a good steak. It's a condiment. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not the main course, but it's something that just adds, it adds a bit of flavor. Like, you know, we, some of the stuff that we do associated with being in the lifestyle is so fun. Like she went on her first like date by herself the other night, which was super hot and super awesome. Like (laughs) we, we go random places and she wears like a shirt like this and blows people's minds. And we randomly have comfort. Like last night we had a conversation with the bartender and we like blew his mind and you know, (laughs) it, it just so much of it. It's like, it's fun and it's funny and it's, and it's, and it's, it's just, it It adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. And I think when I heard that you like to, Brad, you like to watch. Now, when you watch, are you partaking at all during the whole interaction? If Other than, because I know you, I know you uh, record everything. You, yeah. You're kind of like the cameraman, but are you partaking sexually at all? It, it depends on the dynamic. If that person's into it, I mean, like it's hard for me to film and partake generally. <laughs> right. Um, if that person's into it, uh, yes. Uh, it, it, it just depends. If, uh, if they're not, then I, I will just watch. I mean, I'm not, uh, stereotypically you see like, you know, the guys making like, like pervy face or creepy face or, you know, like masturbating or something like that. I don't necessarily do that. Uh, I prefer to, uh, we prefer to have like reclaim like afterwards, either like in the moment afterwards or like after the other person leaves and depending upon what they're comfortable with, if like, I mean, it, it can be literally like they're done and then me and her take pick up, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she really likes that. And, and I, and I really like it. And, you know, sometimes we'll, you know, if, it just depends. It depends on the person. Uh, like we'll take turns if, if they're into that or, you know, if we'll just have a threesome and, then yeah. that depends on their level of comfort as well. Yeah. Okay. The, the comfort level thing for everybody involved is really important to us. So it's just an extensive conversation we have with the third party ahead of time to find out what they're comfortable with, what they're not. And then, you know, that will determine the type of play that happens. I think that would be hard not being able to, or not necessarily not being able to, but not participating. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think the buildup can, the buildup can be nice too. I mean, you, you, like, you know, you're going to be able to, <laughs> Like one way or the other, it's not like, I would think, you know, if you're like trying to find permission or something like that, like I know it's there and we always know it's there if it's there. If it's not there, then I don't have to worry about it because I mean, especially in this day and age where like, you know, consent is a big thing and it it should be and it should have always been. But now we hear about it. People talk about it. it. It's it's at the forefront of everything. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we have we have a great dynamic in that I think we both we both give each other like ongoing consent. I never have to, she, she she has permission to do whatever she wants, whenever she wants with me. Technically she has permission to do whatever she wants, whenever she wants with anyone. And, and, and and that's reciprocal. We, we, we reel that, we, we, we kind of pull that back a little bit because we like to involve each other in what we're doing, but we're branching out. I really find it sexy that, like I said, she had a date the other night and I'm sure she will tell you about it. Um, and it just, it's, I want her to be able to do that because that stereotypical like hot wife thing without involving any of the, like the cuckolding, which, which we don't do. Um, but just her having like encounters with other men is really, really hot. Like it's, it, it, it's almost as hot as me being there because it, it has that tinge of being like naughty or that tinge of being like, I don't know, like, uh, like tease kind like, of, well, like, like it's like, it's like, it's like, it's bad. Like you're, <laughs> oh, like, like you're okay. cheating, but you're not, not cause I want you to do it. And, and that's where like the jealousy thing comes in. Like people are like, do you get jealous? I'm like, no, I want this. Like this was my idea. Mm-hmm. I can't get jealous of something I want. I, I might be envious. I get envious of what she's doing cause she's fucking amazing at it. <laughs> like watching her do her job is it, it's, it's, it's special job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and you know I, that was one of the questions i 
was going to bring up uh, at some point in this interview, but now that you brought it up, I am wanting to discuss this a little bit. So I didn't know that you guys did uh, things separate as well. And I haven't spoken to a couple, I guess, that have really, uh, not necessarily, I don't want to say allowed, but I, I guess they just don't no, do things uh, without each other, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I guess, so I was texting back and forth with Jay the other night and and then I was like, oh, I didn't know that you guys were there all weekend. I was confused. And I was like, oh, I could have came tonight. And you're like, oh, well, Brad's not getting here until tomorrow night or whatever it was. And I was like, oh. And you're like, yeah, I had a date. And then I was thinking, I was like, okay, so they do things separately as well. And, and I'm curious about how, Brad, you said that was comfortable for you. But I guess, Jade, how is it comfortable as far as you doing all of this and and and, and I guess getting used to, I guess, going on a date and, and almost having that, that cheating fantasy, kind of like how Brad put it. Sure. Uh, I guess, how does that, I guess, make you feel? It, since Is this your first time doing it? You said this it was your was, first date? It was, so yeah. On Friday, okay. it was my first time going on a solo date. Literally we, her first date since our first was, date. Yeah, it was my first date wow. since our first date. Um, and it was just like, you know, a simple, like we went and met for drinks. There was no like... He didn't come back to the hotel with me or anything like that. So it was just because um, sometimes we like to do that. We like to have like a, you know, a face to face meeting before any play happens just to make sure that the vibe is there. Everything feels natural. Everybody's comfortable. And he usually goes. But his schedule is so crazy that it takes us so much longer to get to that point because he could not he wasn't available. So we just decided that, you know, I was going to start doing that initial dating thing by myself without him there but it was exciting really it's I mean you had that you always had that first time like jitters and I wasn't really nervous for the date like I would have been for like when I was monogamous and on dates it was there was more to it because I was on a date without my husband I was texting my husband the guy knew like I about to pick my phone I'm like it's Brad. He's wanting to know how things are going. He's like, yep, that's totally cool. And it was hot, like communicating what was going on between me and him and communicating back to him. So it was nervous, but it wasn't, again, it wasn't like a nervous, like, oh my God, is he going to like me? Am I going to say the wrong thing? It was nervous and excited because it was like a new dynamic for us. Okay. And the person that you had gone out with, is he in the lifestyle or was he just someone uh, that you had found or how, how did that all happen? Um, I mean, it's somebody I, that found me and, but he is in the lifestyle. Yes. Okay. So he's familiar with, you know, the hallway situation, the swinging situations. He had actually also had dabbled in a little bit of a poly relationship himself at one point in time. So it, it is easier to be on those sort of dates when it's somebody that is in the lifestyle versus maybe a single guy that I meet that is interested in the lifestyle, but not necessarily in the lifestyle. So that definitely makes the whole process easier too, because they understand the rules, the boundaries, the dynamic, whereas people that are not in the lifestyle don't fully understand it. So with him being on a date with you and he's in the lifestyle, I'm assuming and I could be wrong, but was he married or is he what they refer to or what you refer to as a bull, right? Yes. Bull. So there's the bulls and the bluefishes and, and the dragons. He is, he's more of a bluefish. He can be a little bit more dominant as a bull would be, um, but he is a single male in the lifestyle. Yes. Okay. So I've heard bull and I've heard unicorn. I've never heard uh, the other two you just said. So bluefish is just a single male in the lifestyle. Okay. Um, they don't play the certain role that bulls play, which is to be a dominant, to be an aggressor, to be usually well hung. And uh, whereas a, a bluefish is just somebody that just a single male in the lifestyle. Pretty simple as that. The way I always put it, just a regular dude. Just It's just a regular dude. <laughs> okay. And then a dragon is just a bi male in the lifestyle. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. So if things would have progressed on this date and it would have gotten to a point where he came to your room mm -hmm. now, first off is communication key between you two? Like, would you like, is that something that is definitely needed for in order Absolutely. for that to happen? Oh yes. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. 
And then secondly, if that were to have taken place, would it have been filmed or I guess, would it have been like, I guess for you, Brad, you were saying how, you know, thinking about it was hot. Is it, is it more of you wanted to see the footage or you want her to just tell you the story and, and just having that imagination process happen and, and really think about what had happened. I've got a pretty good imagination. So (laughs) I mean, either, either one would have been fine. I mean, the, I would have probably said, and she probably would have like FaceTimed or something like that and maybe set it up or, you know, she could have recorded it for later. But what I was going to say is, um, while we were texting, she was telling me things that he was saying to her and he he was asking her and and she can tell how the rest of that progressed. The... Like when you were like, he wants to kiss you. Oh, because he was like, I I really want to kiss you right now. And I saw I told Brad, I was like, he really wants to kiss me. And he's like, so kiss him. Like, do it. And I was like, okay. And then he had actually gotten up to go to the bathroom. And when he came back, we were sitting in a booth and he was sitting across from me. And he came back from the bathroom and just on his own, without me saying to him, like, hubby says that you should kiss me. He just got in the side of the booth with me. And we were like a teenage couple baking out in this booth in this bar. <laughs> See, that's fucking awesome. Like, first off, I, and I commend you for that. I mean, I, Brad, I think that that's so cool of you to just like, be like yeah fuck yeah do do it you know what i mean like i, I just think that i think that's amazing i know i know maybe some of my listeners who grew up and believe in being monogamous and that's completely fine i don't i don't mm-hmm. take right. anything away from anybody they may disagree but i i personally think that that is a really cool thing like just to know first of all, i i'm not big on jealousy i don't like when a couple is jealous, I feel like you put so much stress onto your body for something that is so unnecessary. I mean, right. I mean, what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that, and that's the way I feel. So, I feel like you not having that at all, and just like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like you said something last night on your live that I really enjoyed, and you said that you work a lot and you're away from home a lot. So you think it would be amazing for Jade to have a boyfriend so she would have someone to hang out with while you're away at work and so she'll basically so she'll never be lonely and and I just think that is amazing like I I I'll admit you're the first man I am I have ever met that has said, yeah, I want my wife to have a boyfriend so when I'm not there, <laughs> you know, she she'll have right. someone. I, I just well, it's like I, the way I put it is like we've we've built a life together. Like I'm not like she could fall in love with somebody else. It doesn't mean anything because we are we are our people. Like like we have each other's hearts. But love isn't you know love isn't a, a closed loop. You know you can you can love other things. You can love differently. Uh, like I, I was trying to explain this to our kids who I mean are small and don't really understand it. Um, but I, I was like, you love cheeseburgers, right? Just because you love cheeseburgers doesn't mean you can't love chicken tenders or whatever. Like the love is not mutually exclusive. Like you can love other things. Like I was explaining to them about like how I love them versus how I love their mom. I was like, it's different. I love you because you're a part of me. You are my world. You are my kids. Your mom and I are different the way we love each other, you know, because we're, we're partners, we're friends. We, you know, we, we love each other. We're, we're man and wife. And, you know, we, we can't explain the lifestyle to them it's just because it's not a thing. They're too young. Yeah. But when we explain it to other people, we explain it as, look, we're not poly, but we're not poly because we don't want to be. We're, we're just not maybe in that s- space. But people are like, well, what if she falls in love with somebody else? Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. Great. I, I, I want her to have a connection with somebody that she enjoys being around because then that makes her want to be around that person. And that makes me want to be around that person. It's, it's like having friends with benefits. Like that's kind of the joke that I, that I, that I don't think I came up with, but I, I've, I heard it and I was like, that really applies. Yeah. We have a lot of friends in the lifestyle that we can all have, we can have sex with and we're all cool about it. And it's not weird. It's not awkward. It's not like, you know, all right, see you later. Bye. And you, leave, you know, it's like, <laughs> Hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. Uh, it's just the dynamic itself is cool. And, and like I said, if she had something she could do, she, she likes male attention, you know, sure. 
and she likes doing guy stuff because she's like a, like a, a guy's girl that if I'm not at home, which I'm working on that. Um, I think that would, I think that would be dope. Do you ever consider or possibly think about in the future bringing in a third person to your marriage? I get, what is that? Um, I get polygamy. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Well, it's uh, uh, polyamory. Polygamy is illegal. Oh. <laughs> well, in Utah, it's not illegal, right? Or is it? Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, is or it? Is, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I don't keep up in that. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Uh, but is that something you would ever, I guess, consider as far as, um, I guess the legal part of it, of course, but the, like bringing in a third person and kind of having like almost like a, a, a third uh, party involved in the marriage. We've, um, we've discussed it. Something that we discussed, you know, early on, just because you, I feel like you need to discuss it all. And we have said that we're, you know, we're not actively looking for that. If it happens, great but every situation everything regarding it has to be like perfect mm -hmm. you know we wouldn't bring somebody into our home with our young children and so it would it would all the things would have to like line up perfectly perfectly for that to be a thing but we are open to it mm. we're not actively looking for it if that makes sense yeah if it happens it happens but we're not like it's not our goal sure yeah all right yeah. what about rules do you guys have any rules that you guys have in place to, I guess, I guess um, a lot of the couples that I've met, you know, they, they have certain rules that they, you know, like some will say we don't kiss other people because that's just for us or anything like that. Do you guys have anything like that? I think, <laughs> I think we have the le least amount of rules of anybody that we've really talked to. I think we have the least amount of rules. Yeah. There's, um, there's the four like main ones, like obviously consent is huge. Um, testing is huge for us too. Like we require all of our partners to be recently tested and show proof of test results. And, um, same room before was one of our rules, which now we're kind of, you know, leaning maybe possibly away from that. Kind we're, of, we've got an asterisk next to the same, <laughs> room. same room. Um, but as far as, and I obviously, if I will do what I'm comfortable with, if I'm not comfortable doing it with him, I'm not going to be comfortable doing it with anybody. Um, but we don't, yeah, we don't have the rules like, no kissing. We, we don't care about the kissing. If it's something I'll do with him, then generally I will do it with somebody else. Okay. Yeah. We know some people that like won't finish with someone else. Um, like you said, yeah, I won't kiss other people. And like, and kissing for us is, is, is a big deal. Like I, I, I'm a big kisser. She likes to kiss, you know, I like to see her kiss, okay. you know, but yeah, so our rules are, are very minimal compared to a lot of people that we've talked to. Okay. And Brad, do you ever, uh, have, is it, is the roles ever switched as where you're just with another female and Jade, you watch, is it ever like that? We haven't done that mm -hmm. yet, but mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's certain to happen, you know, just because of, you know, on top of the fact that we make content, you know, we have, I have ladies that reach out to me and with my schedule, it's, 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 just, it's just horrendous to try to plan. But once I can make that better, it's going to happen. It yeah. just hasn't. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. And now it's funny because last night you, you made a comment on your live. I refer to your lives a lot because I'm on there a lot. And you made that comment. Yeah. You were like, you're like, Oh, Hey, Kevin's here. And she's like, of course he is. You know? And I'm like, Whoa, why, why is that a bad thing? You know? And I was thinking, <laughs> but then I thought, I'm like, you know, I am always, but the reason I think I, I jump on so much is because I find it so fascinating, you know? And I, Mm -hmm. I really like to, I'm a very, um, uh, how do I want to put that? I, I like learning about anything and everything that I, I'm not too familiar with. So when I get to watch you guys and, and hear you guys answer some of the questions that maybe I wouldn't have thought of, or I have thought of, and just, you know, haven't asked. And, uh, mm -hmm. I, I just find it so fascinating. And I think that's why I'm on so much. And one of the, the main questions I always hear you guys get in your lives is what is your type? And, and mm -hmm. you know, Jade, you say you don't really have a type, but is there something, I mean, what, what is it not necessarily looks, but what, what is it that you look for when you, I guess, meet somebody or, you know, how do you decide like, yeah, I want to take it a little bit further with this person. 
he jokes, he says, if you can make me laugh in the first five minutes, you're in. And I mean, so a sense of humor, I think is big, you know, just if you can hold a conversation with me without it being awkward or, you know, the dead silence, if, if the conversation is good, then generally the play will be good. So as far as that, it's more of just like a personality sort of thing. Like, are we on the same page? Do we have same interests? Um, as far as the type goes, that's more of what it is for me. Like, are you entertaining me just sitting here talking to me versus, you know, can we have that connection without relying on the sexual connection? So there's got to be that. Can we entertain each other just by having a conversation? Leave out the sex part of it. If that's there, then generally the sex will be good too. I think that's big. Yeah. She, basically if you're, if you're, in her space, in that regard, like interactive, like if you meet her, sex is, not, I don't want to say a foregone conclusion, but, but we're, we all know why we're there. So if you're not focused on that, if you're not, hey, sex, 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 odds are you're, you're going to do a lot better. Yeah. And I made the joke yeah. the other night because I have heard her say, you know, Brad uh, says, if you can make me laugh in, in the first five minutes. And, and, this, and before I knew that, I thought you were with her and I was throwing back texts, um, and I had said something just joking about like she said she was eating Chex Mix and, and watching TV. And I had just thrown out a joke and, and she – I don't know if she actually laughed, uh, but she at least laughed through texts. And uh, and I was like, yes, I, I passed the test. You know, like I made her laugh in the first five minutes. And, and that's – I don't know. Like I, I almost found – I almost felt like it was a challenge. Like I'm very like – like, hmm. I think I can make a person laugh. And even if there's not like anything behind it, you know, I'm just like, I, I want to see if I, if this person, you know, if it takes a lot for this person to, to make laugh, I want to be that person that makes that person mm-hmm. laugh. And so I made that joke and, uh, and, uh, I just, I, <laughs> I felt very like, I don't know, proud, but like, I could also tell the, the, the dynamic, like she is very easy to talk to. And then this is my first time speaking with you, yeah. Brad, and you seem very easy to talk to. So I, and what's that? I, I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, and you made a, another comment too, that you said you're not really much of a people person. I, I don't see it. It depends. People, people get, if people rub me the wrong way and it, and it, it, it can either be a gradual, it can be like literally like death of a thousand cuts where it's like, you know, the one thing bothers me and I'm like, that sucks. And then a second thing bothers me and I'm like, that sucks. And it's like, I, I let it go until I'm like, I hate this person. I can't, <laughs> but I, but I've let it go so long that I can't do anything, do anything about, about it. it. At Cause this point. I, I'm, I am, although I don't look at maybe necessarily, I feel like I'm too nice. Like I'm really nice to people. I don't like hurting people's feelings, but I, I, I but it's, it's weird in that I either, I, I either don't want to do it in the first five seconds or I won't do it after a year. Like there's maybe a middle ground where I might do it, but in the first five seconds, I don't, I, I do crave, like, I, I, I want to be liked, but I don't want to be, I don't want to not be liked. If, I, I don't know that that makes sense. I like, I don't care what people think, but he does. But I do in that I don't want people to have this negative opinion of me. I, a lot of people think I'm an asshole and that's fair, but I don't think I am. I just am because I shut down. Like if, if I don't like you, I just stop. I just, <laughs> I just stop. Like I'll function around you, but I won't talk to you. Well, I'll admit, I think you and I are very similar in that aspect. Um, I think we both have kind of that intimidation look to us, you know, mm-hmm. and I think people will sit back and like, Oh, this guy looks like he's an asshole, so he probably is an asshole, you know. And I've gotten that my whole life, you know. I, I just have a a bigger stature. I'm, I've always been a broad person. I you know I played football. I was in the I was a bodybuilder, so I've always been that that, that bigger build. And so, like, I always had that intimidation factor to me. But then when people get to know me, they're like, "Oh, fuck, this guy's the biggest teddy bear teddy I've bear. ever met in my life," you know. <laughs> and, and and I am the same way as far as if. I don't like you or if I feel you're fake or if, if, if like we just don't have a connection and maybe it's not that I don't like you, but I just don't feel like there's something there that we could really hold a conversation about. 
Mm-hmm. I did. I I kind of shut down too. Like I, I, and it almost makes it awkward. And I have to. Te- I guess I have to learn that part of it. But I really feel like I'm just like, uh, whatever, you know. Like, and I'll, I'll just kind of keep quiet until it. It's almost awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I have to do that. I, I, it's I would rather be awkward, even though I hate it too. I would rather be awkward because I'll get to the point where I'm mad and then I'll start talking. Like if 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 I flip that switch where I have where I start saying something. It's, it's, it's diarrhea. diarrhea. I, I'm yeah. like, and you do this and fuck you. I just, yeah. So I just, I don't, I keep yeah. to myself. Like when I'm at work, I throw my hood on everywhere I go. I have my hoodie on. I have my hood up. Like, I don't want to talk to people <laughs> and, and, and truck drivers are the worst. They all try to talk to each other and, and they all mean well, cause every, those guys are lonely, but I'm like, please just leave me alone. I don't like you do your thing. Do you do, but just. So I go everywhere I go, I have my headphones in, you know, I've got my hoodie up, you know, I just, I just want to get in there, get my shit done and, and, and get on with my life. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I know we're running out of time. I know you guys have to check out soon from your I hotel. Okay. We can, we can stretch it. We, we got most of what we did done. So we just have to kind of grab and go. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, I wanted to, I guess, talk about your social media a little bit and, at what point did you guys decide that you wanted to take it further and I guess put it out there into the world, what you do. And then also you have websites and an only fans that, um, that you promote. And I guess I'm kind of curious on how all of that started. And at what point into uh, this lifestyle, did you decide that's what you, where you wanted to go? Sure. Well, it's, it's funny. We actually, so as far as like the only fans and the content started, it was really simple because I had, so I had just lost a bunch of the baby weight. I was like 200 pounds, lost a bunch of weight. And I was like, I have to get a whole new wardrobe and, you know, get all new clothes. And he kind of said, he's like, you know, you can sell your panties. And I said, to who? And he's like, men will buy your panties. I said, really? That's a thing. And he's like, hundred percent. So looked into that, and that's how it started. And it was literally just little, you know, little sales here and there, selling the panties to make a little profit off of them versus, you know, just putting them in the trash. And then slowly it became like, oh, can you video call with me? And more and more requests came in. And then it just literally started growing and growing and growing. And then before you knew it, we because we started doing it in 2019, but didn't actually take it fully seriously as a business until last summer Yeah, is when we really started actually collabing with other um, content creators, you know, people in the adult entertainment industry, things of that nature. So we've only really been seriously doing it for about seven, eight months because um, it just started getting so big. Um, then as far as like when we first started doing it, we're like, he's like, we should get on TikTok and you can promote your OnlyFans. And I was like, kind of promote it in you know the back way because tiktok hates it um and that's actually how we started we didn't work the swinger part into it until probably actually a couple of months after we were already on tiktok yeah because when did we really start talking about swinging i can't remember i think that was one of those things where it was just like oh hey by the way we do this yeah because uh, then they started just to intertwine yeah and so it was just natural to have them flow together and talk about them both kind of together. So, but I can't remember how long it took us to actually start talking about swinging. I think that correlates with um, like firefighter because the first time she had like a really good hot wife experience or like where we had an experience, I think was when we started talking about it because and that was when you kind of started going live too. Yeah. Uh, Cause then people would ask stories and then we're like, Oh yeah. So, so we started telling <laughs> stories and we had to come up with, you know, like nicknames for people that we, cause we're not going to say like, people's names you know, on Bob and yeah. you know, this other person. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was, it was one of those things that just kind of like you, you roll down the hill, you pick up momentum and here we are. <laughs> sure. So do you yeah. guys feel like with the only fan stuff that it's been harder to find people that, want to be, I guess, or want to partake in that, you know, as far as like being on film and mm-hmm. is it harder to find people that uh, to do things like that with when it comes to the, the making content? 
Um, yes and no. There's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people in the swinger society that make content or, you know, in the swing, the lifestyle that make content. Um, but there's also a lot of people that are like, you know, no, I'm not comfortable with being on film and that's totally cool. So that's where we kind of have to go down different paths as, okay, this is what we are doing for our personal life in the lifestyle. And then this is for, you know, content. And that's why I do actually work a lot with People that are, they're in the lifestyle, but that's not how they approach me as, hey, I'm in the lifestyle. They approach me as, hey, I'm a fellow content creator in the adult entertainment industry, and I would like to collab with you. Mm -hmm. And then it comes out once we start talking that they're also in the lifestyle. So when it comes to content, we kind of try to steer that way versus finding people in the lifestyle to make content with. Sometimes, obviously, they intertwine a lot, and if they do, it does, it's cool. But when it comes to content, we try to stick with people that are... Their focus is content creation. And it's so hard to not want to intertwine the two. Mm -hmm. Because if we have a really hot play date, it's like, fuck, why wouldn't we record that? Like, we've had some really hot ones where it's like, damn, if only we would have recorded that. But, you know, but they're yeah. just not comfortable with it. And you have to respect that. So, so it can be difficult, but there's there's lots of people out there that want to film. Lots. <laughs> yeah. so, it's so many. Yeah. I'm starting to see that more and more, too. And, and another thing is... Uh, do you guys follow a lot of uh, people in the lifestyle on, on social media? Mm -hmm. yeah. Almost primarily. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, there's Dan Lacey from the swing mm -hmm. nation. Uh, yep. Friends of mine as well. I've had them on the show and I talked to them quite a bit and um, they do a lot of those event type, uh, type, you know, parties that, um, mm -hmm. you know, they'll put on cruises or they'll put on like hotel takeovers, things like that. Uh, have you guys ever gone to one of these events? Not necessarily theirs, but just uh, those type of events in general? So we're going to – so the first event that we're actually going to go to of theirs is in March at, at Secrets. Their spring break takeover is our first event that we're going to of theirs. We've been to the Front Porch Swingers, uh, Brenna and Brian. Mm -hmm. We've been to a few of their Hot Wife events, um, some in Vegas and some in Denver because they kind of do them all over. Um, so those are the only events that we've actually been to, um, in the lifestyle. Okay. First of all, I didn't even realize there was any events that, that took place in Denver. Cause, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a few, mm -hmm. well, if you guys ever hear of something, you know, I let me know because I think that would okay. be fun to, to at least check out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I just yeah. heard like, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things, at least, uh, from what I'm told, it's. It's just basically a big party and whatever happens, happens. It's just no limitations. Like you don't have to go there to just want to hook up with people. You know, you, mm -hmm. a lot of people will just go and, and hang out, meet new people and have a good time. And then, kind of, yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. see, and that's yeah. cool. Like, I, I think I would personally rather go to a, like a party or a situation like that. Cause like, if you go to a club, just a normal club, you know, it's, it's, you meet people, but like, there's there's that limitation like, Oh, should I say this? Or can I say this? Or can I do this? You know, sure. whereas there I'm sure, you know, you can't just, and I should rephrase that because you can't just like go up to someone and just do whatever the hell you want. But I think if the vibe is there between you and that other person or the other couple, uh, then, you know, if it does happen, there's no fault in it. You know what I mean? You're not going to, yeah. you're not going to have people like, Oh my God, look at this couple or, Oh my God, that couple's getting naked or whatever the case. And I just think that's so fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's so interesting. And, and yes. so like, if there is ever an event like that, and I know there's, when I told you I was kind of, uh, I guess when I'm learning all this experience and I, and I've experiences and I'm, and I'm interested in it, I started looking up at different, uh, places like, I guess, I guess considered maybe a sex club, something like that. And I didn't realize there was one in, uh, in Denver, the Denver Metro area. And have you guys been to that one? Oh, there's, um, the Scarlet ranch. That's it. Yeah. We've been there. Members okay. there. Mm -hmm. yes. So yes. you've been there before. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We like that place. It's, yeah. it's one of our favorite clubs having limited knowledge of clubs. We only have a few that we've been to, but it's mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. It's fun. And I'm mm -hmm. curious if you guys have a particular, body type that you're like that you're attracted to more than anything i don't think so i mean you might but not really for me it's weird and and being attracted to men and women makes it harder 
because I don't know. It, it's in the moment more so than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know that f- the physical thing doesn't really. We were talking about this. Like I like slutty women. I like trashy women. But I also like really sophisticated. My like I feel like my wife is sophisticated. She's like well put together. But I like uh, I like trashy women. I, I I like women in general. He's more picky when it comes to the men. Uh, super picky, which is she is not, and and because she's not bi, she's extremely picky with women. <laughs> and and I don't think I am. So, but she's picky for the women for me. But she knows what I like, so she's okay with me being like, oh, that chick is, you know, whatever. You know, like, I, it just, it, it's funky. <laughs> like, sometimes I like muscles, but sometimes I like a, just a regular type of dude. Sure. It just depends. And it depends on how they look with her. Because if they look good with her, then, then I'm okay with it. Whereas if, if, I, if, the, if it doesn't look good with her, then I, I'm like, okay. I, I think that's part of it. Yeah, I, I can like, see that. I like it for myself, but I like how she looks with that person almost as much. Okay. So, Jade, you're not bisexual at all, so you don't partake in the woman-on-woman thing? No. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, all right. I mean, like, I think women are gorgeous. Um, I'm okay with, like, touching, you know, here and there and maybe a little kissing, but as far as having any four four play with women, it just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Sure. Right on. Well, this has been like incredible and I know you guys got to get going. I've, I've, with all my technical difficulties and me running late, we, we kind of, we shorted ourselves a little bit, but I would love to revisit this at some point. And, uh, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on and being so open to explaining everything, you know, and, it's yeah. just been a lot of fun and I'm excited to meet you guys in the future. I wish it could have happened today. I know. Right. right. Definitely. Yeah. We, uh, we appreciate you having us on though too. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you want to have us back on, we'll certainly do it. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys. And, uh, we will talk soon and hopefully, you know, uh, things progress in the future to where we're hanging out a lot more. And if you guys are moving, I guess, more in the direction of where I'm at, uh, you know, we'll be able to, uh, make some plans and hang out a lot more often. Definitely. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Right on, guys. Well, you have a good day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. A dick talking, dick talking with Kevin Hughes. I have a question for you guys. Have you and your partner ever thought about living that swinger lifestyle? A lot of you might say no, but there might be a few out there that say, yeah, you know, we've considered it. Well, I'm really hoping that this conversation here helped you guys and answered some of the questions that you've been wondering about and if so you know let me know about that you can reach me at tiktokingpodcast at gmail.com i would love to answer all of your questions and get to know some of you guys that are listening out there and you know let's go back to brad and jade for a minute but how freaking cool were they so open about everything and explaining why they're in it and just you know not holding back and i love that about them such cool people i really hope to get to meet them in person one day but you know guys as always i'm gonna have another amazing guest for you next week on tiktoking with one and only me kevin hughes so if i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night bye bye now